Mike Dell's World, number 156, for April 18th, 2010. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Mike, and this is Mike Dell's World Mobile. Just, uh, out running errands here in the old pickup truck, and figured... Uh, I, uh, why waste all the time driving, just driving, when I can uh, get started on the uh, show for this week. So, just leaving the uh, Acme, Michigan post office. I'm uh, about uh, looking out over the bay here. It's uh, you got white caps. It's cold. It's 39 degrees. Uh, 48 hours ago, it was 90. Or not 90, 87 degrees or thereabouts, and sunny and humid. So, welcome to spring in Michigan. But, uh, it's supposed to be back in the 50s tomorrow after we get some actual snow. Yeah, snow today. Which isn't good, but, oh well, we can, we can put up with it. We're a pretty hardy bunch here. So, let's see, yeah, I gotta run a few errands today. I'm going to, going to the tire store. I'm gonna pick up, uh, hopefully I don't have to buy tires, but uh, I may end up buying two for the uh, Toyota. The, uh, last week I retired the Cadillac. Four new tires and ended up having to buy uh, four new rims also so that was a little surprising and disappointing but heck, I didn't get my door closed all the way and you're probably hearing all that wind noise there we go well <laughs> that's not like it helped much <laughs> anyway uh, it's something you should be doing going down the road at 55 miles an hour but anyway, uh, last summer, my summer tires on the Camry, I started to get this low-speed wobble. You know, from, uh, I don't know, 5 miles an hour to 35 miles an hour, the thing just wobbled like crazy. Which makes me actually think that one or more of the tires has started to uh, delaminate on the inside, you know, causing it to uh, do that wobbling. And then uh, once you get up to speed, it smooths out. Well, I don't want to get that fixed, but I'm going to, I've got all four tires here in the back of the pickup. Heading to the tire store here. I don't think they open until 10. And uh, Oh, I just looked at the clock and it's just now 10. So by the time I get over there, they'll be uh, open and ready to go. But I'm going to have them uh, try to balance them and see if they can figure out which one or two tires is no good. And then uh, replace those tires with good tires. So, all right, we're getting back into town here to Traverse City from Acme. Yeah, I know it's not that long a trip. We've done this trip before uh, on the podcast, so. <laughs> anyway, but looks to me like uh, there's a little bit of traffic congestion. Everybody's going uh, 30 miles an hour in a 45 zone. Got Saturday uh, pretty much off as far as uh, my uh, paying gigs go. Um, I 
to do a little bit of uh, raw voice work this morning. So hey, let's uh, real quick talk about our sponsor, uh, GoToMeeting. They're back. As I, think, I think I advertised them last time. But, uh, you know, instead of doing all this driving around when you're, uh, you know, got to do meetings and stuff, uh, go to meeting a try. It's makes the, uh, you know, makes the, the travel unnecessary, even if it's across town, you know, if it's just a matter of showing somebody how to do something in some software program or uh, show them a, a PowerPoint presentation, uh, sometimes it's, you know, or nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be easier not driving over there or jumping on a plane and flying somewhere for a you know two-hour meeting. It's a whole lot cheaper. And the average airfare, I think, is golly, I don't know, three, four hundred dollars probably. Uh, you know, and this thing here uh, per month is only fifty bucks, you know, forty-nine ninety-five. But you can try it free uh, because you're a listener of Mike Dell's World many other fine podcasts at uh, the Raw Voice family, but uh, you can check that out over at www.gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. You can have a 30-day trial for free at www.gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. <laughs> How's that for a mobile advertisement? Anyway, getting into... Traverse City. I gotta go to the other side of Traverse City, so I've got a few minutes here of city driving before I have to get out and talk to the people at the tire place. And uh, hopefully, I don't run out of gas. That's the other thing. I'm gonna drop these tires off and then I'm gonna run and fuel up. And then I gotta go over to Home Depot. We're working on our continuing patio project. And uh, Home Depot uh, has the, the blocks we're using to do the patio. So we've been buying, you know, 32 blocks at a time. Uh, or, well, actually 18 blocks at a time. We've done that twice. So we've got 36 down. Figure we need another uh, 50 or 60. So I'm going to go buy another 32. Bring those home so that we can uh, get those laid down. So maybe next week, I think I'm gonna take take Gate Street. We'll uh, cut out going through the main downtown here. Take the not necessarily a bypass, but uh, <laughs> a little more direct route to where I'm going. So anyway, I gotta go pick up uh, 32 uh, cement pavers, which will. Uh, uh, it's a little bit of a workout. That's why. That's another reason why we don't buy them all at once. You know, plus the truck won't handle, you know, many more than that. But hopefully, I can get over there, get over to Home Depot, fuel the truck, get over to Home Depot, get the get the blocks, and then by the time I'm done with that, get back to the tire store, and they'll be done with the tires. But I'm gonna have to hang around there a little bit to uh, find out what they got to do. Whether it's just a spin balance or uh, or if I've got to actually buy tires, so hopefully I don't have to buy tires, but eh, it might happen. Uh, they're just the summer tires, so they don't need to be fancy. 
that's all. And uh, all this money I've been spending on vehicles, as we talked about, is uh, to, to avoid paying any car payments. So I consider those, you know, any of the money that I put in on the vehicles as my, you know, car payments for the year. And uh, hopefully they come up less than what it would be to just go buy a new one. And so far they have. I, a little more work to do on the Toyota, but that can wait. Uh, we've got a slight exhaust leak, which uh, isn't too bad, but it's bad enough that uh, I'm going to have to replace a pipe. And uh, believe it or not, they want $450 for that piece of pipe from uh, Toyota. And they want just about that much at the discount muffler shops. Why this particular piece of straight pipe is so difficult for them, but why it costs so much. So I'm going to try to find somebody that will just cut the bad piece out, weld in a new piece, like they used to do in the old days, and you know, it might cost me a hundred bucks. But who knows? I believe that piece of pipe, stainless steel, is probably the problem. And you know, if it's the case, they can't weld it in. I think what I'll end up doing is uh, ordering it online. I can, I can get it. I think I looked that section of exhaust system up, and uh, between the catalytic converter and the uh, what they call the uh, expansion joint, uh, at the bottom of the collector, you know, when it comes out of the engine, there's this uh, mesh expansion joint, which I had to replace also, but they were able to weld that in and didn't cost me nearly as much as it probably could have had I brought it to the Toyota dealer but you know I just can't see spending that kind of money on a car with 210,000 miles on it. it just don't make sense it's like when I needed the exhaust for this pickup I just went down to the parts store and bought you know a piece of pipe a couple of muffler clamps and a muffler and a downspout so instead of my exhaust going all the way to the back and out through a tailpipe, it comes out underneath the truck, pointed straight down at the road. And it's just as quiet as it was. And, and uh, you know, it doesn't hurt the emissions any. The catalytic converter and muffler are all intact the way they should be. And since it's an old rusty truck, I didn't feel the need to, uh, like I said, spend a lot of money. And that's what I'm plan on doing. At some point, I, you know, I've got car fever all the damn time, so at some point I'm going to fall off the wagon and buy a car, but you know, the longer I can hold that off, the better off I am. I'm trying to squirrel away cash, pretend like we have car payments, and uh, not been doing real great at that since we've been spending money on cars, but once we're done spending the money for the summer, uh, be able to start squirreling away some cash so when I do get car fever and come across a car that I can pay cash for, I'll pay cash for it. It'll uh, be much better than, uh, than taking on a car payment if I can help it. Uh, although, you know, sometimes it's inevitable. Uh, Dave Ramsey uh, would argue with me and uh, I agree with him. 99.9% so you know we'll see so that's my story and I made it to the uh, other side of town here now I gotta go the other way across town uh, Traverse City's kind of laid out weird it's got a, a big lake in the middle of it and so if you're on the 
east side of town. I need to go to the west side of town. There's really only a couple of roads that uh, go around the lake. Well, there's more than that on the north there. But, uh, you know, if you go on the north side of the lake, it's all uh, downtown driving. On the south side of the lake, it's uh, you know, four lane, uh, I don't know, still city driving, but it's more uh, boulevarded. So I'm going uh, around the lake on the south, and, and uh, the tire store I'm going to is uh, south of town, and Home Depot south of town. So, but on the west side, I'm on the east side. Oh well, you don't care about that. <laughs> Hopefully, this uh, mic setup sounds all right. I gave it a try out on the Mike Dell unplugged feed, which you can find over at MikeDell.com also. And it didn't sound too bad. There's definitely more background noise than if I use the uh, the other setup I have. But this one's a whole lot easier, especially driving around town, because I can do it hands-free. I've got a little clip-on lavalier mic. And uh, like I said, it picks up a little more background noise and whatnot. But hell, I'm in the truck, so you should be able to hear me in the truck. But when I put the other microphone on, you wouldn't even know I was in the car. And, uh, that's I do that, like I said, I'll probably do that more often if, if I'm on longer trips. Which uh, will start here pretty soon. Uh, the traveling season. So, there we open the vent window there. So... That's my story, I'm sticking to it. I had a pretty busy week. Uh, Tuesday, of course I worked my Monday night shift at uh, my day job, night job. And then uh, went promptly over to the radio station and did uh, two and a half hours uh, on the radio uh, talking, pretty much. I know you know I can do that, but it's a little different to be doing it uh, live on the air. But uh, we have our uh, semi-annual begathon going on, I call it, uh, WNMC fundraiser. And uh, our little station, you know, makes all its money. And it doesn't even make money. It uh, breaks even by uh, doing these little week-long begathons. But then we don't have any commercials uh, the rest of the time. So, you know, those, of, those that like to listen to us and don't like the begathon, uh, just turn it off for a week. And then you got about uh, five and a half months of uh, none of it, and then uh, we do another one in the fall, and that's it. So all summer and all winter, no commercials, no begging, uh, and lots of good music. And that's what we uh, specialize in: is uh, music that nobody else plays. And we don't have a, a jazz station in Traverse City, so WNMC is the jazz station part of the day. Uh, in fact, pretty good amount of the day. Oh, that's not good. Uh, I'm going to have to pull over here. So. <laughs> I'll just leave this run, but I'll probably edit. on the road. A little issue I had to take care of. So I'll probably 
edit this a little bit. Anyway, talking about the radio station, uh, it says, you know, there's no place around here that has a blue. We don't have a blues radio station. We don't have a folk radio station. Uh, we don't have a roots music, uh, Spanish. Uh, you know, think about it. There's you know like ten different types of jazz, and you know we usually have a two-hour show once a week of about every kind. Yeah, mostly during the day it's jazz, uh, and then in the evenings it could be, uh, well it starts out uh, with the uh, Roots five days a week, which is, uh, we call it American Crossroads, and it's blues and folk, and a little bit of, of uh, folk rock, and then we play folk once a week, uh, country once a week, uh, you know, there's all the different shows on weeknights, we have a show on Friday called uh, Local Motion, and it's a, usually we have a local band in the studio uh, playing their music. Could be anything from uh, hard rock to uh, folk to we even had a polka band in there one time. And uh, that's pretty uh, pretty unique for the uh, area. Actually, there's no degrees of unique, of course, so it is unique in the area. <laughs> and. Uh, and on the weekends they have this old-time jazz show, uh, like, I don't know, Glenn Miller type music, I guess. I don't know if you call that jazz, but that's what they call it. Uh, but it's pretty neat. Uh, I guess if you like that kind of stuff, I, that's the thing, you know, you don't have to like everything. And uh, whatever gets played on the, on the radio there on that station, uh, somebody's liking it because uh, it's still there, you know. We even have a Native American music uh, show called, uh, what the hell is that called? Anyway, it's all, you know, uh, American Indians uh, music, uh, or uh, Native Americans, however you want to put that. Uh, but that's, that's a pretty neat show. I actually enjoy that. It's, it's neat. The guy that does the show uh, actually does a good portion of the music himself, too. He'll actually uh, come into our, we got a recording studio also at that radio station. He'll come into the recording studio and record, you know, 10, 12 tracks of, uh, of different Native American type music with the drums and the whistles and, you know, all the different, you know, chanting and stuff. He, he does all that and it's pretty neat. So, uh, anyway. Well, I'm just about to pull into the tire place, so I'm going to shut this off and uh, catch you the next segment.
This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. Find freshly picked podcasts just for you at blueberry.com. That's blueberry, no ease.com. All right, I don't know what song we played there, but I'm sure it's really good. So, anyway, I'm heading uh, back from Home Depot. I dropped the tires off. Of going to a different tire place than the one I had planned on going to because there was a line out the door at the one I planned on going to so we dropped them off at a different place. Went and got fuel for the truck and went to Home Depot and loaded up 32 patio blocks, big old 16 by 16 patio blocks and the truck is squatting a little but uh, anyway gonna go to uh, pick up the tires now. I ended up having to buy two. Two, well, four of the, three of the tires were good. One was not. And you don't ever buy just one tire. So I bought two. So it didn't cost nearly as much as my uh, last week adventure with the Cadillac, which I don't know as I talked about. So I'll tell you what happened. I, get all four tires for the Cadillac because they were just plain wore out and brought it over to the shop and picked out the tires and was waiting in the waiting room and when they got it got the tires off the old rims they uh, realized that two of the four rims were cracked uh, right along the bead and the only reason it was holding air at all was the tire was pushed up against the crack but had the crack continued to go through the tire would have slipped off the bead and went kapow and uh, could have been a big deal if you were doing it at 70 miles an hour so ended up buying a set of rims for it of course couldn't buy just plain old steel rims had to buy uh, you know some pretty uh, nice ones so <laughs> ended up costing uh, double what i had planned on but now the caddy's got new new tires wheels and and uh, looks cool and uh, is safe that's the goal. And uh, tires that are on this truck are oh, about a year and a half old, but probably only have a, about 2,000 miles on them. So, so now all the tires on all the vehicles, with the exception of the camper, are in good shape. <clears throat> I think next week or the week after, I'll uh, have to go get camper tires, but we had already planned for that too. So when I'm all done here, I've bought 10 tires this season. <laughs> four for the camper, two for the Toyota, and four for the Cadillac. So, but the camper tires should be fairly cheap too since they're uh, trailer tires. So uh, hopefully uh, we'll get out of that cheap and, and uh, all the vehicles will be retired. So let's see, both motorcycles have uh, new tires on them. So. I guess it's the year of the tire. Hopefully uh, that'll be it for now. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, I'm gonna go home, unload these uh, patio blocks. That'll take me a while. And then uh, uh, take bring the Camry in and uh, in the garage and change all the tires, wheels. Camry, I have snow tires on, and I got another set of rims and everything for it, so I just have to unbolt the, the winter tires and 
bolt up the summer tires. So while the traffic on this road is enough to where I'm about a mile away from the turn I need to make and I gotta make my way over to the other lane now so that I don't uh, get caught. And, you know, it's, a, it's all stop and go. There's two, two more traffic lights, but anyway, I did make a, make a hole and got over. I just heard a voicemail from uh, Bob, a friend of mine down in South Carolina who would listened to the unplugged uh, feed there, and uh, I talked about possibly at some point getting a VW Beetle as a, uh, you know, hell, I'd use it as a daily driver, at least in the summer. Winter time, I'd drive the old truck, but I don't think I'll do that right away. But at some point, I'd like to pick myself up a, a decent uh, old-style VW Beetle, the air-cooled one from the 60s or 70s vintage would be good. It's uh, nice about those is, uh, as I said in the other feed, if you're listening to that too, it's a little redundant. But what's nice about those is all the parts can be had, and they're not prohibitively expensive. I, can, uh, I could build an entire engine for that for a thousand bucks, and uh, probably would do so. If I got one, I would probably buy a second engine and have that ready to go. You know, once it's all ready to go, you know, pick a weekend and swap it in, and take the original engine and rebuild that and mothball it. And then I also thought possibly of uh, buying a second Beetle and just using two of them, one for summer, one for winter, and uh, you know, weather, you know, paint the bottom of the car with the uh, bed liner material stuff and really, you know, winter proof it good. Get a gas heater. And I said, I talked about that over on Unplugged, so I don't want to go over that whole thing, but uh, you know. At one point, uh, you know, at some point, it'd be nice to have, you know, like I said, maybe a convertible for summer and uh, hard top for winter, and uh, have three engines, two in the cars and one on one ready to go in case the one one of them in the cars goes bad, and uh, be all set for many moons. So as long as J.C. Whitney and uh, and uh, German Engine Exchange are still in business, I'd still be in business uh, with that car. It's nice and simple, no computer controls, no uh, no uh, check engine lights popping on for no reason. Uh, you know, it's all pretty straightforward and simple. And I think that might be the way I want to go, at least for uh, you know daily drivers. And uh, go with the rental plan for any long trips. The other thing I'd like to do is uh, I'd like to have a cross-country adventure. So I'm thinking if I bought a second Beetle, probably try to find one close by for the first one. If I buy the second one, I would buy it uh, maybe out of California or Arizona, uh, you know, out west somewhere, and then uh, my adventure would be to uh, drive it home. So I think that would be just rather neat. I would think anyway. Uh, so I don't know. It sounds like a, sounds like an interesting 
thing. It'd be interesting to podcast, uh, you know, a, a cross-country trip and an old VW. You know, maybe take a, you know, take four or five days to do. You know, probably could do it quicker, but you know, four or five days would be fun. More adventure. Do a little sightseeing along the way, and uh, I think I'd be all right. And, uh, like I said, I'm trying to thinking of ways to keep it simple, and uh, that might be. VWs might just be the way to do that, but then again, who knows? Might just be easier to get something new. <laughs> so anyway, well, I'm back, uh, just about to the tire store, and uh, stop and uh, pick those up, pay for them, and then uh, head home and start uh, unloading. Still rather cold out, cold, dreary, windy. Kind of reminds me of November. Here we are in April. But uh, as they say, Michigan weather. If you don't like what it's doing now, wait a minute. Because that's about uh, what you're going to end up doing. <laughs> It'll change. And, uh, wow, all this traffic. It might be fun to get across the road here. Oh no, I made it. As long as this guy isn't in such a hurry, he's gonna hit me in the side. So. Anyway, listen to this song and I will be back. I'm at a loss for words and my breath is much too
Okay, there we go. I'm back in the studio. And that last song there was by Kevin Reeves. Kevin Reeves. Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, that was uh, Said and Done. And before that, we heard... Let's, let me look at my show notes. Uh, the, the first song before uh, the last segment there, we uh, heard... Uh, Dead Dog in the Street by the Dirty Dozen Brass Band. And uh, that come from uh, the collection of WNMC 90.7 FM in Traverse City, uh, the station I was talking about there. And there's no other place you're going to hear that kind of stuff, uh, at least not up here. You might hear that uh, down in uh, New Orleans and uh, and points south like that. But uh, anyway... Did have a couple of announcements I wanted to make uh, regarding a couple of podcasts that uh, I have done and do. Uh, the first off would be the uh, Ham Radio Pod Class uh, for the last uh, oh golly uh, six years ish. Uh, John and I have been uh, you know periodically putting out uh, these series of podcasts. Uh, to help you get your ham radio license, and in more recent years, to help you get your upgrade to your ham radio license. Um, we've decided, uh, we're only like half done with the uh, extra, but we've decided that uh, life has gotten in the way. It's been over a year since we've had a chance to uh, actually sit down and uh, produce any new shows or classes. And uh, so we're just going to drop the uh, ham radio pod class, extra class portion. We're just going to drop production on that. We haven't uh, produced an episode since August of last year. And it doesn't uh, appear that we're going to be successful in finding the, the time to do that and to do uh, what we're going to continue to do. Also, uh, when the general class pool uh, refreshes uh, in a couple of years, I think, um, we're not going to redo the general class. We'll keep it online and available to download, but uh, we're not going to redo that one. Uh, that one was pretty difficult, and uh, the extra class is even more so. And we've decided that, uh, you know, it's better off that we concentrate on the technician, which is the entry level, uh, getting new hams into the hobby, and uh, and that sort of thing. So... The announcement is up on uh, hamradioclass.org and also uh, on uh, mikedell.com. And uh, I assume John will have a, an announcement on, on his blog too, but uh, he doesn't yet. But uh, anyway, that's the announcement about that. The uh, other podcast that I started recently and uh, went for a month doing daily has uh, also... Not fallen by the wayside, but going to have a, a couple of changes. Uh, one change is its home website. Uh, right now it's based at uh, geekofthenorth.com. That's the Today in Aviation History one. Geek of the North will continue as it has, and it will stay where it is as a weekly. But the uh, Today in Aviation History is going to move over to uh, my other website, flightradio.com. I figure that's uh, a little more appropriate place for, for that podcast. And it's going to switch from Today in Aviation History to uh, This Week in Aviation History. 
or aviation history this week. I haven't decided yet, but uh, that'll start up hopefully uh, in the next week or two, and uh, that way I can make that a weekly. It's a whole lot easier to do a weekly than it is a daily, no matter how long or short they are. And uh, so that's the the two announcements. Uh, You'll have to resubscribe, although I am going to attempt to do a redirect from the old feed for Today in Aviation History over to flightradio.com. But if you want to assure that you're going to continue to get this week in aviation history or aviation history this week, I don't know which, like I said, and email me if you have an opinion uh, about that. But uh, anyway, that'll be moving over to flightradio.com. And uh, like I said, a much more appropriate uh, website and a much more appropriate uh, production schedule for me. That way I can keep going with Geek of the North and Mike Dell's World and then the occasional Mike Dell Unplugged feed. Like I said, that one's kind of an adjunct to this one. And and uh, hopefully you're subscribed to both, but uh, if not... Uh, so be it. And uh, let's see, yeah, that's that's about it in the podcasting uh, announcements there. But uh, like I said, that'll uh, that'll streamline things around here where uh, I can do my day job, my uh, night job, my uh, other uh, business endeavors, and continue on uh, podcasting without podvading. So uh, nothing's really podvading with the exception of the extra topics. Uh, uh, podcast uh, or the extra class portion of the ham radio pod class however you want to put it and that's always been a problem too is uh, trying to trying to uh, get that uh, squirreled away the right uh, names and and all that and that's probably been part of the part of the issue with uh, you know, the producing it uh, but we're gonna press on and uh, con- con- concentrate our efforts on uh, on the technician course getting new people into ham radio. Uh, That's always been our most successful endeavor. Although I think the general turned out all right, but that was, uh, that was a lot of work and uh, we don't want to repeat that anytime soon. So maybe when uh, John and I retire and uh, we'll, uh, you know, 10, 15 years, 20 years, whatever it is, uh, we might uh, revisit something like that. But uh, until then we'll just have to, uh, Pare it down. Uh, remember uh, Dan Miller, uh, the guy that wrote uh, 48 Days to the Work You Love and uh, more recently No More Mondays. He also has a very popular podcast, also named 48 Days to the Work You Love. Uh, go look him up. But anyway, uh, he, one of the in one of his books, he was talking about uh, how he runs his business. And, you know, he he's an author. He writes for magazines. He writes... Uh, you know, books, of course, he sells, uh, some online products, uh, some, you know, and career help and he's, you know, a coach and he has a whole coaching network and all that. But so he's got several different little things that he does. And I'm kind of similar in that way. I've got a lot of, a lot of little things I do plus a full-time job. So, you know, it, uh, sometimes pulls on your time and you feel guilty, you know, especially with these podcasts. Uh, you know, I felt guilty that, I couldn't, you know, get, you know, between John and I, we couldn't get uh, together to finish off doing the uh, extra. But, uh, you know, John has a full-time job now and in something that he loves to do. And uh, that takes up a lot of his time. 
and uh, his schedule and my schedule aren't compatible enough to get you know a full uh, afternoon to uh, put together an episode um at least for like i said the extra class you know, with the technician class uh, that one's you know a little more basic uh, we've got most of the legwork done we just need to do some updating and uh, you know that'll that'll be one of those things where when we do get an afternoon and we should have at least one or two afternoons uh available between now and uh, in uh, July that we'll be able to knock that one out uh, most of the most of the work is in post-production the, the recording time isn't too bad and uh, I can do the post-production as uh, as needed and uh, as time allows so uh, anyway that's that and uh, yeah I guess it goes without saying we also haven't done uh, any uh, uh, What's up with that podcast uh, with Jim Farley? And that has more to do with uh, with his schedule. Uh, he's very busy with his uh, theater company and uh, doing his main podcast. Uh, oh, geez, I even, man, I feel bad. I forgot the name of it. I'll, I'll think of it in a minute. But uh, <laughs> Musical World, there we go. Geez, had a brain malfunction. By the way, it's Sunday morning now. I started the other two segments yesterday. Uh, while running around doing my my uh, errands, but uh, anyway, yeah, what's up with that is is on hiatus. I'm not saying it's completely pod faded, and we may uh, start that up at some point. But uh, as busy as Jim is with traveling and his day job and uh, his theater company and all the other uh, music production that he does, uh, we just haven't had the time uh, to sit down and and do one. So. That one's on hiatus. It'll uh, it'll remain where it is, but uh, not uh, not be updated very often. I can I can uh, pretty much guess now. So anyway, that's uh, the whole roundup now of uh, of podcasting endeavors. But anyway, I started to tell you about Dan Miller. See, I get sidetracked here if I don't work off a script. I never work off a script. So anyway, uh, one of the things he said was uh, he takes twenty percent of what he's currently doing in his business. And, you know, at the beginning of the year or beginning of whenever he, uh, you know, decides, he decides to, uh, to drop that 20% and then start something new, you know, and, you know, I'm not going to do that, but, you know, that's kind of along the lines here. You know, I, like I started to tell you, I was feeling guilty about not, doing the ham radio podcast, updating nearly as much as I wanted, and felt real guilty about uh, stopping today in aviation history after the 1st of April. And it's not that I stopped it on purpose, it's just I've not really had time to do the research and, and you know, put out a quality show. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, that, that works that way, but now I should, with a weekly, shouldn't have too much trouble and that'll uh that'll uh, uh work out better for me and uh let's see well it's uh i guess i'll just uh, remind you i do have a, a voice line it's uh seven one five one three six six in the two three one area code so it's two three one seven one five one three six six or you can go to mikedell.com and click the call me button and through the magic of google voice uh, you type in your phone number, and it will call you back and connect you with the uh, voicemail. 
and uh, I may play those on the show, or I may not, whatever uh, you prefer, but uh, drop me any comments you have. Uh, I sure appreciate those. Uh, I got one uh, for my Mike Dell Unplugged uh, feed there uh, from from Bob uh, down there in uh, North Carolina, and uh, I would play it here, but uh, since he sent it in for that podcast, uh, I'll put that out on the Unplugged feed when I uh, do one of those. But I appreciate everybody listening, and I appreciate you supporting the sponsor, GoToMeeting. Uh, go check them out for that uh, free 30-day trial at www.gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. And uh, check me out over at geekofthenorth.com, flightradio.com, and uh, probably around June or July, hamradioclass.org if you're interested in getting your ham radio license. So with that, I think I'm going to call this a podcast. Uh, I don't have any more music lined up, and uh, besides that, I think we're uh, we're pushing the time limit here. Yeah, I actually went over the time. Usually I try to keep these to 40 to 45 minutes, and uh, hey, we're up uh, 50 and a half minutes here. So uh, with that, we'll let uh, Porky uh, talk us out if I can uh, find the right button to push. Catch me later. What?